Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you know what was a great event? WrestleMania 34. Therefore, let's talk about it. <laughs> That's right. That's the intro. I am also signed from What Culture, and please do hit that subscribe button in his 10 fascinating WWE facts about the event that I just mentioned. Number 10, Aiden English's Quick Cut. Aiden English is the master of maximizing your minutes. No matter what WWE gave him, he made it work, which is why it was ridiculous they let him go. Dude could do anything you asked. It was crazy at WrestleMania 34 where he pulled double duty, first appearing in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal during the pre-show before coming out with Rusev as a part of Rusev Day as the Bulgarian brute was going to take on Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Jinder Mahal. Never forget that the day of Rusev worked so well in part because of Aiden's contributions, and here he got everyone talking because, yeah... Between round one and round two, he had shaved his head. It was such a unique way to get the audience talking and set up a fresh coat of paint for the upcoming year. I mean, he could have just shaved it for fun on one night, but nope, he made it a thing. So, so smart. Number nine, The Undertaker's shortest ever Mania match. At just two minutes and 45 seconds. That's right. It's still mad as this was a squash over John Cena, which nobody expected, and the dead man has never gone shorter at the show of shows. It all sort of ties into the fact that WWE didn't really know what to do with Taker every April following his streak-breaking loss to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. They just had fun with it, I suppose. The real fascinating stat is even when he squashed Jimmy Snooker at Mania 7, it went over four minutes. And even after the Lesnar loss, his matches versus Shane McMahon, Roman Reigns, and Bray Wyatt got extended running periods. So I guess this one was done to surprise the audience. Not that I minded. There's always space for a little bit of a shock on a card like this. It's fun. And I like fun. Number eight, but he trained for it to be longer. Yep, this is the best part because the real life Mark Calloway had gotten himself into super shape so he could go long. When Vince McMahon was all, sorry pal, you've got just 165 seconds. All that work and he could have just had a cheeseburger. It was mad because the build for this had gone on for ages with John calling out Taker constantly on TV. Let's just hear from the man himself from Chris Van Vliet's Inside Podcast. I didn't know it was going to be short until I got there that day. I trained for a 45-minute war. All right, here is redemption. I'm going to light this place on fire. I felt good. Then Vince calls me into his office. He goes, okay, it's going to be about five minutes, and you're gonna squash him. So that sort of sucks. The Phenom wanted the chance to really remind fans he could go, and then he got mcmahon not be the first or last time. Number seven, there was minimal AEW involvement. So that is a weird title. AEW wouldn't even be brought onto this earth for another year, but bear with me. Due to WWE being the biggest dog in the yard, everybody was there, which is good. It's nice for wrestlers to have jobs. If you think otherwise, 
You're a loon. Just throwing that out there. It was this and the WWE Network why Mania started to hit the seven hour running time because content was king. And yet when Double or Nothing happened 12 months later, only two wrestlers could claim to have performed on both shows. I mean, you think it would be way more. One was Dustin Runnels, who had appeared as Goldust in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And the other was Sean Spears, who in WWE was known as Ty Dillinger. He was also in this over-the-top rope extravaganza. Both were present for All Elite Wrestling's debut event, though, and remain employed there five years later. Long may it continue. Number six, Triple H likes to go long. Not like that, thank you very much, but check this. If you watch Mania 33, 34, and 35, guess who has the longest match of the night? If you're not saying Triple H, you're not listening. Now, you can argue the merits of the Seth Rollins fight in 2017 and the Batista scrap in 2019, but I think the best of these is the game teamed with wife Stephanie McMahon to face Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. The mixed tag was just so damn entertaining to watch showed the world that Ronda had picked up pro wrestling almost as quickly as her tag team partner. Hunter also has that wonderful moment where Rousey peppers him with punches, and you can see he put this all together. More power to him. It's still really good five years later should you wish to see it again. Everything that WrestleMania should be. Number five, AJ Styles felt people got carried away. When Shinsuke Nakamura won the 2018 Raw Rumble, fans were convinced a genie must have granted a wish. Nobody had that on their bingo card. Even more so because it soon transpired his mania opponent would be none other than AJ Styles. Amazing. The more hardcore grappling connoisseur was well aware of the banger they'd had in New Japan a few years prior, and it sent us all loopy. Too loopy as it turned out, because this is what Styles said about it when talking to Corey Graves in 2020. Expectations are way too high. I felt that going in. I know Nakamura felt that too. No matter what we would have done in that match, the expectations were way too high. Here's what a lot of people don't understand. Fans are everything. They set the tone of what is a great match. It's all about how they respond to it. So you can't argue with that, and he is right. But WWE also shouldn't have had Nakamura turn into a machine that loved to hit stars in the testicles over and over again. And it's genuinely the direction the feud went in. It is actually way better if you go back to it now too, because your expectations will be lower. So yeah, fair play, AJ are correct. Number four, a first for a former champion. So this one isn't a great fact, but hey, it's true. Bray Wyatt was the first ever world champion to defend his title on one mania, only to get to the next show of shows, be good to go, and yet be totally absent from the card. Sucks. This had happened with the likes of Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, and Psycho Sid, but they had either left the WWE or were out with an injury. The same cannot be said for the Eater of Worlds, who lost the WWE title to Randy Orton at 33, and was just a helper at 34, where he assisted tag team partner Matt Hardy in the arm bar. He missed 34 too before returning in 2020 for what is probably his magnum opus. The Firefly Funhouse is likely the most creative match in the history sports entertainment. Number three, Dean Ambrose misses Mania for the first time. Mr. Consistent from the day The Shield debuted in 2012, the then Dean Ambrose barely missed any shows until he tore his tricep in late 2017. It was a hell of a run. It did mean he missed WrestleMania 34 before being back involved with the big pay-per-views at SummerSlam 2018 and then Raw Rumble 2019 before he left the company altogether. Whoops. Throughout all this, WWE was desperate for the soon-to-be John Moxley to change his mind, even doing a quick reunion with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins as a make-good. It did not work. It meant he wasn't involved at Mania 35, which was a night where Rollins and Reigns had great success, but it was all good. Mox was about to hit new heights, and look at him now, man. He's gone so high, I don't think he's ever going to come back to WWE. 
I really mean it. Number two, the New Japan presence. WrestleMania 34 was a period where WWE just wanted a load of dudes from New Japan. It was cool. We've talked about AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura and how that all tied in, but due to this, there were a lot of their former colleagues also hanging out in New Orleans that weekend. Nakamura was posting pictures of old friends Tomohara Ishii and Kazuchika Okada, and a few days later, we learned that Hiroshi Tanahashi and Minoru Suzuki were in attendance too. Given NJPW was flying high, all of a sudden talk of a forbidden door being opened started. But that was just Reddit chat as always. Kenny Omega also slightly tweeted out he was watching Mania as he prepared for his mega fight with Okada, and even commented on Nakamura's heel turn. Said that AJ had to stop trusting everyone, and if you knew, this was the greatest post ever. And very, very accurate. Number one, double debut fun. We've already talked about how Ronda Rousey's debut on this show rocked. I'm not sure she could have done any better, and it kick-started a whole year of dominance for the baddest woman on the planet. She was so damn good. There was somebody else making their WrestleMania debut who also killed it, and that was Stephanie McMahon. While we had seen it in the ring before, it had never been at WrestleMania, because any other appearance at this event had been as a manager. Seriously, though, she played her terrified heel role to perfection and got the ass-whipping many a fan had hoped her character would receive years ago. Just made so much sense. Before all this, she had been a terror. Given the latest updates, I doubt she'll ever do this again either. So what a one-and-done this was. Went out on a mega high. She does not get the credit that she deserves. Know of any other cool facts from WrestleMania 34? Well, I think you should leave them in the comments below and tell other people before you like the video, share the video, and of course, go and caress that subscribe button. You can also read more lists like this over at whatculture.com, and you can follow us on social media at whatculturewwe and Simon Miller 316. But more importantly, make sure you walk through life with love in your heart and fun in your tum, because that's what it's all about. Take care of yourself. Speak to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.